Channel14.com's The Dagger Knights. I'm Jao. I'm Miko. Hey, this is Norm from Radio with, Norm. <laughs> with Martin. Oh, dude, you have a really loud microphone. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Wait, so how, how has everybody been? Extremely how, busy. Because, you know, holidays coming up and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody starts talking at the same time. <laughs> oh, dude, it's yes. Louis. Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like, if you ask a question and you don't really direct it to anyone, everyone's going to answer. And right now, it's the holidays. We have all the important holidays, like Halloween, Christmas, and every other holiday. And everything. Don't and forget. now, there's hit the point where we see pumpkins and Christmas trees together. It's amazing. Oh. Just, like, thankful that we don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Hey, actually, why? Oh. Is it because actually, of Black Friday sale? Well, I mean, like, not officially, right? But Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. I actually, I'd love to see, like... Pumpkin like Christmas balls for a tree. That would be amusing. Mm. You know, for yeah. people like me who have their tree up in October. Ah, I see, I see. Yes. You know, I've never actually gone trick or treating ever in my trick entire or life. Tree. I can yeah. think of number reasons why. Not even like preschool? <laughs> nah. Not even around your school? Nah. Around the mall? Nah. That wasn't even a thing before. Remember? Well, late nineties Shang had a mall trick or treat, but I was already like 10 or 11. We were like accompanying my little cousins. I don't know. I mean, I did trick-or-treating when I was like six years old. And we were doing trick-or-treating till well into my high school years. Ooh. Though by the time we hit high school, it was not really like candy. It was really more just hanging out with friends and then uh, getting candy. Now, is it just cosplaying? Um, actually, that one, I got confused. I actually asked my cosplay friends, like, during Halloween, do you wear something different? Apparently, it's really <laughs> hard for them because... <laughs> <laughs> or do they just dress normally? <laughs> it's like, if you like dress up, is that actually you dressing up or what? Are you in character cosplay or are you just dressed up? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a but good par- question. But apparently Nico? a lot of them, they don't actually wear the things they wear at conventions for ha- Halloween. They have entirely different sets just because the things for events are generally very complicated and annoying to wear. Ah, immo- hard to be mobile, right? Uh, not Some being mobile, but generally hard to really do anything because lots of the really cool stuff is meant for the stage and lots of the casual mm-hmm. things, it doesn't have pockets. Uh, no access to candy. Yeah, no pockets, no way to carry phones. So, yeah, apparently that is a hard thing for some of them to do. It's like, oh, what should I wear for Halloween? And apparently this is weird, like, for their fans, like, do I have to please my fans? Do I have to look really good? I just want to get candy oh, with my God. friends. <laughs> so, Miko, I guess we can't see Fred be Tinker this Halloween. Uh, no, I think <laughs> Fred's doing other stuff. Yeah. Actually, even for Halloween, I don't know what to wear because I am spending more time on my nephew's costume than I am on anything I'm doing. Oh, actually, that's cool, I, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm trying to live my childhood through him slightly. Like, I kind of wanted this as a kid, so I'm going to make sure you have this. <laughs> Wait, what costume? Uh, I'm costume? making him a Jawa. You're giving nice. him a Jawa costume. Nice. Hey, Jawa. <laughs> Wait, you're giving him a Jawa costume? Cool. <laughs> no, a Jawa. Very, very similar. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm kind of okay, late a, for a Jawa costume Wednesdays. would be pretty amusing. I just dress up my ki- my nephew as like, who are you? You're Jawa now. I thought it was gonna be a Jawa. No, no, you're Jawa now. It's hey. really, really cool. No, you get a guitar and you get these two pugs. <laughs> That's your costume. 
Ah, yes. <laughs> right, so this is Louis' first time to listen to Bodega Nights. We apologize. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry, Louis. All of the focus and uh, direction we have on all our other podcasts, gone. <laughs> yeah, direction but it, gone. But it will be good in the long run, at least for now. And we got Migs Lopez in chat. What's up? Hey, Migs. <laughs> Shout out to the Faithful 14. Look, if there's now four people watching, if we add a one to it, it's 14. Hey. Or if they're teenagers. Obvious statements. <laughs> it's 14s. <Dude. laughs> oh my god. We just, we just had a deal really? about this, guys. Come on, guys. Let's take it to PG, guys. <laughs> it is PG. Uh, well, if we can't have AG, we might as well make it PG. Hey, oh, yeah, AG. AG was supposed to man the chat tonight. That way, Where is like, AG? I have no idea. He probably fell asleep. Oh. Uh, I'm sure he is busy coding Linux stuff and other things you do with your Linux thingy thingies. Hey. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the thing with AG is that he's uh he isn't very he active. No, uh, it's like 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 with it, when it comes to Linux, right? You have like a level of power user that you know. So what's how, his power level? Uh, Over nine thousand. Oh yeah! He rolled the d twenty and got a one. Ah, what happened? He's now back on Windows. Oh, <laughs> so uh, worse than Yamcha. <laughs> no, dude, I, I don't know. He, he isn't. Yeah, we we aren't like we aren't like Linux virtuosos, really. We're just dudes that happen to like the Linux. The well, Linux. I mean, one out of three choices. No, I guess if you re go into it, Linux has like what a hundred or so choices. You're lowballing it. <laughs> <laughs> but how many do people actually like care and use though? I don't know, like three. <laughs> <laughs> we have millions and millions of choices. But just like sodas with Jenny Coke, Pepsi, or whatever. <laughs> and like freaking RC Cola. Uh, RC I'm Cola. so amazed how that thing came back. I mean, I think a few years ago, it's like, man, I miss RC Cola. I wonder if it'll ever come back. And suddenly, like, why is it back? I mean, this is cool, but huh. Why is it back? I'm now happy Fat Fingers is back. Wait, what? What? Fat Fingers. What? What's AKA Fat Fingers? Golden Whammos. What? Really, guys? What are, what are what Golden Whammos? What's a Fat Finger? It's like a Twinkie in the Philippines. Remember the snacks we had in the 90s? Oh, gosh. Am I going a 90s kids discussion here? Okay, I'll change the subject now. Uh, Wait, what are these? So they're like local Twinkies? Yeah, uh, kind of. But they kind of fizzled out early 2000s. Now they're back. At first, it's just Whammos, the chocolatey one. Now they got Fat Fingers, the one I actually care about. So I'm kind of happy. So if I see Fat Fingers in the convenience store, that's going to be my first purchase. That seems really wrong if you think about it. I see some Fat Fingers like, man, I want some Twinkies. <laughs> Get away from my hand, Martin. <laughs> but this Martin, fat. This Martin like, think of Twinkies when he sees like Norm. It's like Norm's typing and saying, man, I want some Twinkies right now. What's that? Hey, nothing, hey. nothing, Norm. <laughs> I gotta stay away from Martin when I eat chocolate. It's okay, I don't like Whammo, so you can eat chocolate in front of me anytime, Norm. Wait, I thought Whammo's and Fat Fingers were the same thing. No, they're different. Uh, Whammo's is the chocolate, Fat Fingers is like the normal Twinkies, the non-chocolate Twinkies. Uh, I could try to Google search it, but are you guys active on the chat right now? Oh yeah, you are. Hold on. Hey, AG's here. What's up, dude? Hey, AG. AG. Sorry, What's up? People in chat now. What's up? He's um, awake. He's awake. <laughs> the sleeper awakes. He's alive. Right. Um, so, Nico, you wanted to talk about Rogue One. 
as a yes. as a bona fide Oosh. member of the 501st, what do you think about Rogue One? Is it essentially the story pursue? is the Empire is winning and all is good with the universe? Then the rebels came. <laughs> but I mean, it's okay. a, it's really interesting, very different. Though I find the last trailer cool cinematically, but really weird with how they took the story. Like I felt like the trailer. Ma- uh, I don't think it's spoilers because I'm pretty sure every single person here saw the trailer like five times minimum per day. Uh, <laughs> uh, I haven't. The essentially like you find out that Jin's dad was essential to the month to the. the to the uh, assembly of the Death Star, like okay, I that would be a nice reveal in the movie. Okay, well let's hear it two months before. Then later we found out, oh, the name Rogue One came out of a spur of the moment. Like oh, they need a call sign. What's your call sign? He just stares blankly at one. Um, we're Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. That's that's what we are. Like wow, that's the name. They that's how it came up. They could have gone for a number of other ways. Like they could have just been called the Rogues by the Rebels because they were really different from the entire Rebel group. Like oh okay, take one that. So lots of weird things, but awesome cinematics. The Star Destroyer right on top of the city. The gigantic Jedi city with statue that was broken down. So I guess that means it's uh, Jeddah, the planet. I can't read your call name, but essentially where the Jedi came from. So that's a cool set piece. We have a setting there that I think is Scarif that looks just like Dubai. Since I saw it, I thought like, wow, is this thing shot in Dubai? I mean, you, anyone who's seen the trail knows what I'm talking about. Like, they had this big panning shot coming down and it looked like the islands in Dubai. I figured, okay, this, how did this happen here? It's like the Empire has a resort hotel. But really, it's mm. a fantastic trailer. It makes you want to watch it, hypes you up. You see lots of action. And then you also get lots of weird over analysis by I think every single person, myself included, to try to figure out every single thing before the movie comes up. Yeah, that's that's pretty common nowadays, huh? Like where everybody just looks at a trailer and gives you like the entire movie treatment. Essentially, like you can see like five <laughs> people give like theories and each theory can actually sound really legit. Like that sounds about right. Like before this movie, before this trailer came out, I had the theory that the Death Troopers, there had to be a really, really limited amount. And I dug through, I think, Reddit and found this, like, uh, obscure passage from Macquarie where the original concept of a stormtrooper was supposed to be these six foot five or taller troopers that were select in number. So I figured these sound like what the Death Troopers are. So I'm guessing this is a throwback to the Macquarie concept, but instead of being Stormtroopers are now Death Troopers. And it also makes sense to them being so limited to why we don't see them in the original trilogy, because these are obviously really badass characters. Like, why don't we see them in a It's like, and this movie's supposed to end two, four hours before A&H starts. So like, there has to be a reason. Like, how will Disney or LucasArts, like, show that, oh, these guys are gone because reasons budgetary limitations or something i I am actually more curious about that how are they going to explain away some troopers or explain away some scenes and for death troopers my theory was there had to be just like a squad level size because we never see more than six of them per trailer and the last trailer kind of makes it obvious that there are only six of them so like we had those things going on (laughs) all this from a 30 minute or from a 30 second trailer pretty much i mean we're like this (laughs) we're like scrutinizing everything Though the thing we found really funny was uh, how much they changed some of the lore that was kind of in the back, 
like in the back here, like what they did for the lightsabers. They changed the lore to why lightsaber colors are certain ways. Oh, like Zhao, I think you remember this, right? Like the Sith lightsabers <laughs> were synthetic kyber crystals. That's why they were always red. Yeah, yeah. Now the reason is. Oh, it's not that. It's because since kyber crystals come from the planet, they have to be stolen by Sith. And when they're stolen, they start bleeding because they're crying because it's a bad thing. And that's why they become tainted and become red. That is the oh. new thing. When I heard that, that is the most Disney thing I've ever heard. But that isn't like necessarily... Uh, what's it? That isn't necessarily... Can they just uh, be red because it's red? Contrary, you know. Yeah, but at the same time, like, so this means a Sith has to go through this whole process of, I need to steal me some crystals. Yeah, dude. It's then like that, the Sith thing to do. So does that mean the Kylo crystal, he didn't just steal a crystal, he stole like a damaged one? Yeah, that kind of makes that's, sense. You intentionally steal a damaged crystal. <laughs> He's like, he's like, okay, I need to take something to see something on the floor. I'll, I'll work with that. I'm going to make something out of that out of shop class. Yeah, it's dude. Like, am I yeah. Yeah. Like, a, like a true shank, you know? Oh, yes. <laughs> also, he wh- what he's got. Also, the props guy for this thing, for this, for the new series of Star Wars movies, they really, really love flashlights on the blasters. It is sure. so weird. Like, the new blasters in TFA, all of them had flashlights. Then in the, <laughs> in Rogue One... Every single blast, like Stormtrooper blaster, has a flashlight. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Ag says because he's damaged inside, <laughs> just like <laughs> Jared Leto's Jared Joker. <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty sure he has more screen time. I'm pretty sure like Leto's Joker was pretty much like racing with Phasma and how much screen time they had in their actual movie. <laughs> hey, uh, <sighs> if he's not damaged. He might be broken like Matt Delete. Hardy. Delete! <laughs> Delete! <laughs> Delete! Like he oh deleted God. his father. Uh, but gosh, the, uh, the, the amount of flashlights. Do, uh, <laughs> I, I can't wait to do like a Jobber Talk episode about about broken Matt Hardy. Why not just now, brother Jao? We still want AG to be in on it as well because like he has he has his wild theories about like Brian um, Gian. Yes. Well, Brian, uh, brother Angelo. Brother. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. AG wants to talk about uh what's his face? For for Jobber Talk, he wants to talk about the ultimate jobber. <gasps> James Nowadays. Ellsworth? James Ellsworth, yes, exactly. Wait, he can't be a jobber now. He won two straight matches. Huh? Against the world champion. We can't talk AG? about him as a jobber anymore. Oh, that's uh See, he's not part of Jobber Talk. Technically, he won. He should lose more in WWE, but he has won more now. Or it's fifty percent now. Think about it. Wait no, don't talk don't talk to me about math and percentages because last week I made a little gaff on Bodega Knight saying that the price of oil was free per barrel. <laughs> free as in beer? Gals? Oh my god. That sounds like a that sounds like a fantastic pricing scene. I want that free per barrel. I want all those things. I can finally make use of all my yuan. Just kidding, Zhao. We can totally talk about James Ellsworth. (laughs) Because and I agree with Ag because it's he's interesting. And look at it, guys. Any guy with two hands has a fighting chance. That is such a good line. But yeah, like I I I wanna I wanna do like an entire um, episode of something. Jobber talk maybe dedicated to James Ellsworth. I'm totally down with the brown for that. That is and and maybe like an episode on um and maybe an episode on broken Matt Hardy because that guy is so cool as well. We should see the light. He is the light. He knows he is. 
he'll finish what they started. Yes. <laughs> it's a, so uh, bringing it back to like the stuff that we were talking about last week, kind of Norm. Yeah. Why did it take you an hour <laughs> to get from like freaking Makati to uh, Tagig? It almost took me an it it took me an over an hour from to get from Tagig to Makati, right? Yeah, Today. dude, isn't it like uh, aren't they like next to each other? Um, yeah, but there's Edsa. There's uh, like two stretches of road that directly connect Makati and Tagig. Jenny, yes, roads do attach two areas. Yeah, there's only. I'm pointing out that there's only two roads that connect the two cities together. Fudge. Norm, were you stuck the one near Dasma? Because I always yes. have a bad time there. It's always yes. stuck there. Did you go through the magic taxi again? No. Dude, what was the what was the magic taxi story? <laughs> like, I, I, <laughs> because like I remember, I remember, I remember you talking about it on a Bodega Nights episode, but I can't remember anymore. Uh, I rode this uh, taxi, and he to avoid traffic, we decide to go on this route that neither of us are very familiar with. And so we're just kind of half-assing it. And he's saying, um, I know this uh, kind of uh, side route. We just have to go almost to the toll gate of this es- expressway and come out this exit. So we get to the exit and apparently the route he's talking about is a side road which is not without uh, right next to the bay and it doesn't have any guardrails. So it's it only has enough space for the one car, which is us, to drive through. Uh, and goes further into a shadier area, which is location, located right next to a prison. And he kind of uh, maneuvered his way through a few alleyways. And by the time we got back to a familiar road, he turns to me and says, So at what point... Uh, did you feel like I was going to rob you tonight? And, and that's why Uber and Grab is popular now. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, let's not get into that, man. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I love that story. This, the fact was, didn't you mention at one, I remember you mentioning that you felt like you were just about to tip over and fall into the darkness. Like there was, yes. you didn't see anything. It's just it's, darkness. It's pitch black. It's pitch black. Uh, it was the bay to our left. Uh, this road wide enough for one car right in front of us. There's no right turn. There's uh, only going straight. And if the taxi slid like two inches to the left, we would be falling into the water. And nobody would know because it's pitch black. Because there are no lights on that side of the road. So it's not a road. (laughs) (laughs) So what would have been the last thing you did? I mean, like prior entering a taxi, what would be the last thing people remember you doing? Yes. Getting into a taxi. <laughs> I mean, r- right before that one. <laughs> Maybe. Hailing a cab? Um, um, wait, Norm. Yes. Don't you think that's a good episode of Radio Norm? <laughs> uh, that, would, that would be a really good episode. Like, like one of those, one of those like stream of consciousness sort of pieces, I guess you can call them. Like, a narration of Norm's mind as he goes through this long taxi ride into the darkness, wondering to himself, what have I done? What have I done with my life? Is this where it ends? I hope he's not expecting a tip. <laughs> Isn't that all of Radio Norm, though? <laughs> Just one long stream of consciousness? Like, pondering the nature of life and whether or not it is proper to give tips to your taxi drivers? Yes, I mean, kind of is. Yes, but I mean, I guess know. he does deserve a tip. I mean, he did rob you. He could have at any point in time. <laughs> at that point, 
It's like, here, thank you for not doing that. The tip is, don't freak me out like that. <laughs> That's like your standard for tipping. Did not rob me. Deserves an extra, like, 10 pesos. Here's 5%. How much do you guys, like, tip the cab drivers in Manila? Depends, uh, depends if I on have the money. <laughs> I mean, what? that's kind of sad. Like, we need you to pay this much. Oh, let me just, since Martin just bolts, runs. You can't catch me with that car knowing this traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but like, seriously though, you know, like, say you How go from, you? I don't know. It's, um, it goes as slow as, you know, whatever remaining spare changes. I, I like how Norm large... starts with how low it goes. Not like, no, <laughs> I, I'll pay about this much max. Like, he's just worried, like, a taxi driver's gonna hear this thing. Like, hey, I, I heard you. You pay up to this much. You will give me this amount. Yeah. I did not rob weird. you. So, like, it isn't really, uh, so it isn't based on, like, what percentage of the fare on the meter is, but, like, how much cash on hand you have. Yeah. Yeah. So, if I it's get... Like, okay, you first, Norm. All right, because if it's a percentage, and we assume it's a, the safe number is around 10 to 20%, and you're... <laughs> Crazy? <laughs> and, you're, and your trip costs about 150, that's what, 30 pesos? So that's not actually that bad. Uh, the highest I've ever paid for tip, and uh, no taxi driver listens to this, so I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uber drivers, though. <laughs> the highest ever I've given a tip for would be 50 pesos. Okay. Yeah. So that's for a 200 peso ride. So that's 25%. The sad part here, I think the lowest tip I ever gave was your highest tip. <laughs> Damn, for how much you really for, for Manila? Dude, you guys are like, I don't know. That, that, that seems rather exorbitant considering that like, well, I don't know. Cab drivers here don't expect tips, which is pretty cool. Well, I mean, it's not hard to get around here, honestly. There, it's like you're, I kind of tip higher or lower depending on how far I'm going. Like, I know this must be a stressful ride because I, I don't fall asleep in uh taxis. I kind of stay away for the whole oh. thing. And I gauge oh. like how oh, bad Norman it is. Norman has like a bunch oh. of stories on this. Oh. <laughs> this one time I was so drunk. I went home with a taxi driver because he was worried. <laughs> no, he asked for a tip. I just need to repeat. We need these for your new episodes. Just saying. It wasn't much of a story. It's like 10 seconds. It's like, all right, I drank too much. I got into a taxi. I fell asleep. I woke up right outside my village, opened door and puked. Come on, <laughs> man. Six seasons and a spoken word tour. Well, I mean, the, the best part here is at least you did not, like, vomit in the guy's, like, taxi. I mean, that would have been a horrible way for that cabbie to end the night or start the night, depending on his shift. It was 3 a.m. Okay, uh, end the night, I guess. Yeah, that was my prou proud moment of, yes, did not puke inside a cab. <laughs> <laughs> it lasted, like, a few seconds. Really like, high oh. <laughs> I was able to hold it in long enough to open the door. <laughs> but then, like, you have... Stories about like falling asleep on buses and stuff, right? Oh yeah, dude. Uh, tried to get home, got on a bus, woke up in the airport. Wait, what? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> always, the bus. Like... Wait, the bus goes to the airport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The route, right? The bus. My the bus going to my place goes past my place and goes to the airport. Huh. Yeah. So I, oh. I I fell asleep right before my stop. Woke up, 
the guy was saying departure area. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? It'd be amazing if Norm was <laughs> just stop. so like drunk and just like stepped out, bought a ticket, and just ends up in Cebu. Like, oh god, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> Season three of Radio Norm, the Cebu Adventures. How am I here? <laughs> I'll be drunk texting you. Hey guys, are you up? What's your plans? I'm hmm? at the airport. Pick me up. <laughs> Why are you here? I have no I don't spare know. clothing. Oh, Jao, what would you do? Like. 4 a.m. like Norma gives you a call and tells you, Now, I'm drunk and at your airport. I'm in Cebu. Help me. Well, uh, four in the morning, I'd pick him up and take him to your place and be like, Here, <laughs> this is your problem now. Miko has a spare bed. Oh, uh, That'll be like in Seymour at five in the morning. <laughs> your knock door. This is yours now. Hi, Norm. Rough night. <laughs> What happened? Like I a- tried to get home. Things happened. Yeah, or like I put him in a, you know, put him in a motel or something. You know, uh, that would be like the worst. Norm, where's the worst place you've woken up? Just curious here. Like, <laughs> I mean, like the departure area is pretty interesting. Like, where's like, oh dear God, I really messed up. Uh, halfway out the window. Wait, what? There's a story here. <laughs> Halfway out a window of a fire escape, three stories up. The fire escape is a window. Yes. Okay. Yeah. How? Yeah, what's, why? What, what's the story here? Like how? How does that? <laughs> how, how does that happen? I mean, like uh, obviously you have um you you are diagnosed with narcolepsy, right? I'm not diagnosed with narcolepsy. I just fell asleep. Right, but <laughs> was that you? It's not diagnosed narcolepsy. It's okay. not narcolepsy. If it's not diagnosed. Right, I'm but fine. Yeah, you, have, you uh. So oh, how did sleep. you end up in that window? <laughs> I mean, uh, are you telling me you're halfway through that window and passed out and woke up there? Or did you fall asleep somewhere else and wake up halfway through that window? Um, I fell asleep uh, on the stairwell of the fire exit. There was a nice breeze out. Woke up, I was already like... halfway out the window. So my body kind of tilted into the, re- into the breeze. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Norm? I don't oh, wait, know, man. I was asleep. Ab- are we gonna talk about tipping again? Uh, well, as long as he didn't tip out the window. Yeah, hey. totally out of the window. <laughs> tip your taxi. Yeah. Just, you know, apparently not too much because they might listen to the show. If you mention it, they will know. They will like, I know you. Your username, blah, blah, blah. I know how much you tip now. You're the faithful 14. I expect That'll be like a unfortunate now. fortune incident. Can you imagine that, Norm? Like, you flag down a cab. He looks at you. I know who you are. I'm expecting my 50 pesos. <laughs> That'll be an unfortunate coincidence. Like, you finally get famous. People know how much you tip. And like among the taxis, like the most shared podcast will be this one. And it's like, this is where they say how much they tip. You will use this against them in the court of law or something. <laughs> Wait. I bring about drivers. this evidence. <laughs> oh, gosh. We must make this episode good for the demographic. Welcome to channel14.com.com.com.com. Okay, this is, is going to work now. Is it me or did he sound auto-tuned? <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on from there. <laughs> what goes? Okay, I mean, that, so anyway, that's... Got it covered, guys. We got it covered. So anyway, tomorrow I'm going to get a checkup because something's eating my finger. Wait, what? 
I'm not what? Is it, is it, Mar- is it Martin? <laughs> is it Martin's there? Like, arr, arr, no, Martin, no. get off. We're trying to record. <laughs> We're not even the same room yet. Yet. <laughs> Wait, so what's Norm has your the best finger? stories. Huh? Wait, like a bug? A no, small no, disease? It's just kind of, Some sort of bacterial infection? Paper you, know, you know how your skin kind of peels off, right? No, no. Yeah, yeah. No. Is that's not to, how it uh, works. That's not how it works. Wait, is it Maybe? because dry hands thing or just basically... All right, all right. Imagine I'm pretty sure you have... Lotion. Yeah, lotion? Imagine you, imagine you have dry lips, right? Uh, that's happening to my finger, except it's only in one specific area, and it seems to have gone through four layers of skin already. I see. Why I do see, you have I four see. layers of skin? No, that's how hands work. I think. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought hands work by like opposable thumbs. Useless hand work, pinky, like. Hey, AJ, can can you go verify if we have like four layers of skin on our hands, and that's how hands work? <laughs> I can. There's layers here, Miko, of how many times this skin has peeled off. Where's Doctor David when we need him? My, Imagine my, like my going to Doctor David's class. Sir, like do we have four right layers now? of skin? Get out of my class! <laughs> Never return. He would like us to plant camote in the province. Okay, according I'd, to AG's I'd... in-depth research with Google, the answer is no. Okay, you do not have four layers of skin. All right, then something's peeling off my... Oh my god, is that flesh? Is I it... hope so, because that's skin. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Norm, is it crawling in your skin? It's not an it. I think it's... I might have some sort of flesh-eating disease on my finger. I like how we... it's just really, really picky. Or this would be, like, the weirdest, like, ad <laughs> campaign for Fat Fingers ever. <laughs> that's true. Fat Fingers is back. It's like, they, it's like their, ad, their ad guys go around looking for like people who are a little overweight and just like infect them with this fat finger eating disease. AJ is refusing to search it up on Google because he's afraid of what he might see. <laughs> it's better that he don't. Oh gosh. I, I well, no, this, this, this skin has three layers. The epidermis, the dermis, and the, the hypodermis. So oh, there. So what's the fourth layer? Flesh. I think we established flesh is skin. <laughs> I think or it's you know, to Shakespearean terms, I guess it includes meat. Okay. Merchant one pound of flesh. It's just it's it's just eating through the tip of my pinky right now, but you know it's starting to hurt. And I'm curious, why did you decide like, yeah, I'm gonna have this checked out tomorrow? I mean, there's still enough finger. I guess it should last through the night. I thought it would or go that... away. Okay, <laughs> is this your gauge? Like, let's see how much a finger disappears to see how much like I should go to the <laughs> doctor. <laughs> He'll like draw a line. If crosses the line, go to emergency room right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's like uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Hasn't really stopped. So going tomorrow. Well, I hope soon. that goes well, and I hope you know you tip your doctor too. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what insurance is for? No. Does <laughs> oh, this 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 is flesh eating bacteria counted as part of my insurance cover? I know. It's, this, I'm sure that counts as act of God, right? It you depends know, that on your. On... <laughs> Depends on insurance. your insurance plan. I'm out of Lincoln Park references on that one, Norm. You're on don't your worry, own. In the, don't worry. In the end, it doesn't really matter. Scrawling. <laughs> it's scrawling. It's scrawling. 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 
scrawling. It's, it's writing it's now. It's drawing something. <laughs> there are only, it's like scrawling. There are only three layers. <laughs> you know one thing? I don't know why. Doesn't even matter how hard I try, guys. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> I wonder how many people actually, like, who, like, listen, listen to, to our to... podcast also know about, like, the old hybrid theory and things from Linkin Park. <laughs> Probably you say not. Like, there's a new hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Faithful 14. Though I was amazed by that album. Like, uh, this Hybrid Theory and Meteoro, right? Were the two big <laughs> ones of our time. Uh, of our time. Well, now it's like the same thing, but now with Jay-Z, right? <laughs> Man, Guys, that was a decade ago. check out AG's comments. <laughs> or perhaps the face is right beneath the skin. Maybe they have become so numb. Actually, my finger is kind of numb. <laughs> ah! Wait, wait. Does it hurt or is it numb? Because you both? can't get both. It's painfully numb. What do I do? I, I, I can't help both. you there. The, the it's like saying I'm icy fire. It's it's the exact tip of it is numb, but there's you know there's pain like it's being eaten on the inside. So I'm gonna get that checked out. Oh. Uh, yeah, do that, and I'll be right back. I just need my dog's <laughs> giving me this look, and I know what that means. He wants to go outside. Oh, Be okay. Right I thought he All said right. he was talking about fat fingers. The look. So, while Mika's out, what are your plans for Halloween, friends? I don't know. Me neither. I think like, I'm going to be in Manila around then. You're going to be in Manila? Maybe. Okay, because sure. there's like this weird event at Dyson Dine. Um, It's a Halloween whodunit thingy. I have no idea what it is, but it needs a group of four. It's a murder Earth? mystery. Yeah, that one. How'd you know? It's a whodunit thingy. <laughs> All right. Whodunit usually right. leads to a murder mystery. <laughs> right. That's true. Hold on. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, also, this coming Saturday, don't forget, guys, that UP Dilaman will have a debate invitation for the best in the world. But I can't tell her name. Why? Because it's too political. Oh, here. Uh, Dyson Dyna. D- Dyson Dungeon, a Halloween event. So I guess it's dungeoning, mm. monsters to defeat, puzzle solving, maybe D and D. Maybe I'm so. not good with that. Are you guys good with that? Not really. Me neither. I'm not good with that. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Like I, I find, um, I find RPGs like hard. So you know. Mm. True. Wait. So how was your trip, Martin? Oh, to Japan. Yeah. Oh, you went to dude. Japan. Um. Well, was that for work? No, no right. that was just like that was Holiday. just like I, I I worked and saved up a lot of money these past couple of years, and I wanted to blow it in Japan. That way, I can get a far fetched, right? Oh yeah, I didn't get a far fetched, by the way. Oh, come on, man, dude! I tried to put a lure, I put incense on me, <laughs> and it didn't even <laughs> pop up. It just disappeared. Like I was oh. in that spot for five minutes, gone. It was near my hotel for a few minutes. I was trying to walk around my hotel outside. Freaking cold. Gone. Oh, yeah. Um, it's cold there now, huh? Not too cold as in the States, but it's kind of chilly cold that I should have worn a scarf that night. But hey, it mm. doesn't matter because there's a lot of shelters there, a lot of water-type Pokemons that are not Pidgeys and Rattatas. So thank you, Osaka Japan, for giving me a lot of shells and clams and, and crabs. And crabbies, I mean. <laughs> uh, what now? Japan gave you Martin, crabs. Martin got crabs in Japan. Wait, Crabby. What? And a kingler. And I found two kinglers. Oh, that's a far-fetched story. I know. I was looking for far-fetched. But it never came to me. It's just sighted. I seen zone it, but I never see it literally. 
That's so. You know, one time during a weird update in Pokemon Go, a Farfetch actually did spawn near my house. In Cebu? Yeah. Dang. I thought, oh, hey, cool, it appears here. Apparently, that was just like a one time glitch, and I could have just gotten it. I thought, oh, hey, that's cool. Because we have to go to either Korea or Japan, and I don't have no more visa for Japan. What if you just like stay in the airport? Like, just make that a long layover. Um. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. Like you seen, it's like, where are you going? I'm just going to catch Pokemon. I don't have a visa, but I'm just going to take an 11-hour layover to see Martin going around the airport with like a phone. Oh, guys, in Kansai Airport, if you're near the Pokemon Center, there's always going to be a sighting of Pikachu. Well, in my experience. That's really need cute. Pikachu, go near Pokemon <laughs> Center. But that's the same place where they buy Royce chocolate and other chocolates, so it's going to be a long queue. It's going to be kind of crowded. But hey, yeah, they're not playing Pokemon like... Go. They're buying stuff anyway. <laughs> you know, as I kind of love how the quote-unquote hype is dead. Just so that there's now a lot... The only people who play are the ones who really enjoy the thing. And you know it's the a lot more part? fun like talking to people who really enjoy it. Miko, Yo. there's still a lot of people outside playing Pokemon Go while the hype is dead. I don't think it's dead. No, I mean, <laughs> like, it's not like before. People. Like, uh... Like when I go to the malls, like I'd I used to see hordes of people playing. Now it's just like select groups, and these are good, these are pretty cool groups. Ah, okay, I see. Except, I see. You, yeah, but you know, Valor's still the best, but they're pretty cool groups. Filthy Valor. Yeah, Valor <laughs> Club for life. Valor is life. Taking over tonight. Oh, I, I was about music. Mystic. from the storm. <laughs> you know, I, I when I hear that, like there are things called storm shelters and housing and caves. There's many shelters for the storm. Sure. Hey, Heck, even uh, just Migs, put her you inside still... the room, she'll be claustrophobic. Migs, are you still in chat? Storm. Migs, are you still in chat? Come on. Migs, still in chat? <laughs> Migs is online. He's also instinct, I think. Exactly. <laughs> no, Migs. Be back silent. Back me up here, man. <laughs> no, no, don't back him up. Ah... <laughs> uh. Just like an instinct, I'm pretty sure he waffle-faced on his keyboard. <laughs> where did the, um... Where did the, uh... What's it come from? Where did the... Uh... Mystic Eats Babies thing came from? Or come from? Wait, I what? have never heard that, but that is 100% true. <laughs> yes, they are evil. Very, very evil. How dare you, Mystic? Evil. Evil eating baby evil. Yeah. Bad, yeah. bad, Mystic. I, bad. I don't know where I don't know where that came from. Um, and it was like a thing about like while while Mystic is eating babies, Instinct is out eating glue. <laughs> <laughs> so What's true, Valor so doing? True. Getting some gains by pumping yeah, the gyms. Boy. But it's actually amusing to see how like the there seems to be in Cebu there's like a weird schedule to you know around what hour which team owns majority of the gyms in Cebu. There's a schedule. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like a time Valor, Yeah, like Valor takes over from three a.m. to about nine. It's all Valor. Then from nine to around four, it becomes mostly Mystic. Then Instinct comes in. Then Valor takes it from Instinct and just kind of goes through that rotation. Yeah. That's that's true, actually. Like, I did um, not notice to pay attention that much. Suppose pretty small, so you know we see patterns. Yeah, and and but then like you also have certain like areas that are more heavily one theme, um, like Lapu Lapu, for example, that is very Valor. Oh yes, it uh, is. Yes, it is. That 
area, uh, not Talisay, um, like Pardo, that area is fairly like instinct heavy. Like when you go when you go south, just a bit south of Cebu, um, yeah. Mystic has like everything else. <laughs> no, but the funny thing is like Valor, we're very very picky with the gyms. Sometimes we end up as taking like gyms just to like we want this because it's this. Like in Ayala, there's so there are about I think seven or like seven gyms around there, but the ones we Jenny tried to take control of the one that's just Ayala Center. <clears throat> or like the government buildings we tried to take over. We want this government building. Like all the other things around, like it's fine. Like there's a gym I saw somewhere in Cebu that is just called Brick Wall. <laughs> that's a Pokestop, dude. This is Pokestop? I thought it was a gym. It's a, it's a Pokestop. Wow, okay. It's like Brick Wall. Like how did someone make this like a portal in uh, gosh, Ingress? There's like Literally no like requirements for it. <laughs> yeah, but like um, when you have some gyms that are just perpetually this one teams, right? So uh, yeah, like in Apas, you have these two gyms there that are perpetually Valor because I'm pretty sure that somebody from or somebody on Team Valor lives like close by or lives thereabouts. Um, there are a couple of <coughs> gyms somewhere in. Uh, somewhere along AS Fortuna or after AS Fortuna, like that, that Mandawe area, that are like perpetually instinct, probably because somebody that lives there is of that team or whatever. Yep. Though I do like that how the game is. I mean, I won't say the game is old. The game has played enough that people found out which things are the best, and that's actually one thing I got annoyed with with Pokemon Go, where. There really are like the best. There is a best Pokemon, which is essentially Dragonite. Because you hit the point where you go to gyms, it's just Dragonite, 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 Snorlax, Dragonite. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty annoying. It's kind of like oh, Dragonite, I... by the way. Dragon and Ice. Darn. So to counter a Dragonite, and fairy. outside a Dragonite, what can we use? Clefairies. Uh, fairy and Ice. Fairies. And yeah, in so Gen Seven, uh... there's a I- there is a Ice Fairy. Ooh. I will call so... it Mike. Oh, I, I thought we were going to call it Cool Fairy. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like kind of annoying the, the because strongest, I guess know. it's like MMOs where everyone starts looking the same because everyone has like the top tier setup. And I hate that with some games where everyone ends up looking the same in the end. Isn't that yeah. called power leveling? Min-maxing? No, no. I mean, min-maxing is just for your grind. But this is just like, oh, if you want to hold a gym, this is the team you have to use. There really is no deviation. Not like in Pokemon when you play with friends. Like some people have these teams that are just really strange assemblies. Like I would have never done that, but they just pair it up in such a way it works well. Like I went against a guy who had like an Executor, a Vaporeon, and a few other things I would have never used in my team. And he beat me pretty bad because he just found a way to let everyone's like status effects and everything just work so well for his uh, setup. This long as he had five, six turns in, he would win. Yeah, so like right now, all you see in gyms are Dragonites. Yeah, it's like Dragonite, then Snorlaxes. everything else. There are like five or six sets. Like yeah, Dragonite, Snorlax, Gyarados, uh, Arcanine, Executors are pretty popular. Executors, yeah. And Vaporeons are also pretty popular. Well, until they got nerfed. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. Like, from all the things they nerfed, they. Let's nerf the Vaporeon. Let's not nerf the Dragonite. <laughs> now, the most imbalanced. What's it? The, the most imbalanced um, Pokemon out there right now is the Snorlax. Uh, not Snorlax. Yeah, the Snorlax. Yeah, as because a, it's high defense and also has a high special. Yeah. 
and like nobody what's it and it's it's a normal type right and the if, if i remember normal type is weak against fighting, fighting. yep fighting and, and the fighting pokemons in pokemon go just kind of suck yeah i mean you your choice are what hitmonchan hitmonlee machop machoke machamp Let's and then you have like everything love. else then i guess from there you just have things that just happen to have fighting moves yeah like the poly guys. Oh yeah, polyrath. Which I mean, it's water. F- no, it's not water fighting. It's just fighting, which is weird. It loses its water type. But then its strongest it's moves are still water moves, right? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> no, apparently, like that was a mistake in the thing, the game programming, where it was supposed to be water fighting, but it ended up just becoming a fighting type. It's weird. Like, the latest update now says, oh, types now mean something. By catching certain types, you get other types easier. I mean, that was kind of interesting. I'm honestly still... I'm pretty much going to stop playing Pokemon Go once I probably complete my Pokedex. The same reason I... The same time I stopped playing Gen 1. Oh, but... Yeah. When I when I hit if, my 1-5 yeah. ones, like, well, I'm done. Duh. <laughs> Gen 2 pops out. <laughs> nah, screw, nah, screw that. I, I'm happy with Gen 1. Gen 1's the best, because Gen 1ers. Eh, yeah. That is our reason. <laughs> but the problem with the new update, if you keep getting flying type, which is Pidgey, or normal type, which is Rattata, <laughs> you'd still get the same darn thing, right? No, Ooh, like Pidgey. you get everything that's... Uh, actually, getting lots of Pidgeys, it makes more sense on why they're harder to catch because all the legendary birds are well, flying. Oh. Whoa. So, essentially, so Pidgey spot, grinding essentially, like, is working. Essentially, as if well. you grind the Pidgeys like crazy, yeah, technically getting the legendary should be interesting. Though what nice. I want to see is the Ditto. Everyone forgets about Ditto. What will he do in the freaking gym battles? Ditto. I don't know either. Because he only has one move, transform. Unless you play a randomizer, which is weird. But uh, he just transforms. So I feel like they didn't put him in the game just because they have no idea how to work that mechanic into their weird gym battle system. It might imbalance the system if he's there. Instead of dragon, it might get No, for me, it would stress the system because that means Mm. (laughs) I have to double-check this Pokemon data, apply it to your Pokemon, and make sure these things are in place every single time. Like I just feel like it'll overload their servers, and that's why they just removed it because their mechanic would not make sense, like coding-wise. I don't know. Yeah. It could be a lot better, that game. It could be, like, but at the same time, it, I mean, they've made all their money back. It yeah. does not hurt them if the game just suddenly, like, if everyone just stopped playing Pokemon Go tomorrow, it's like, eh, we're fine. We'll make a new we game. Got, yeah. Harry we Potter got Go, you know, the new money. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, um, the thing about Pokemon Go, right, is uh, there. It, it is a game that is very, uh, like, 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 initially it was geared very much towards more casual players. I mean, it had to be. Um, and now that the casual players have left, the more hardcore players are left with a very casual-friendly game. Yeah. But then at the same time, because you have only the hardcore players or, you know, the more interested players left, then you have more, I guess, refined game. In a way, I guess because like, they'll know what people the da- the player base and the data they'll be getting is more aligned to what the core audience wants versus catering to the masses. Yeah, I so mean like now, like Pikachu, a... like Pikachu riding on your shoulder. I mean that's a cute Easter egg, but I'd rather have other things. Yeah, like 
freaking walk that weedle. Yep. And once or, again, I'll be right back. Or Magikarp on your shoulder. Oh, dude, Magikarps are great. Having a buddy Magikarp? Mm-hmm. It's Why? a Magikarp okay. party. I mean, what makes it great? Because you get a candy for every for like every one kilometer. Yeah. Or something. And it looks so cute just like flopping around there next to your avatar. <laughs> ah, yes. Delightful. <sighs> so how's your starter Pokemons going? Because I just evolved my Charmander a few days ago in Japan. I stopped playing Pokemon like two months ago. Whoa, it's been two months? Yeah, Pikachu. Darn. How about your well, Pikachu? I kind of I gave up because I don't really travel that much. around Only around the metro. So I keep getting the same Pokemon anyway. Uh, so I can't really be yeah. bothered to go out of my comfort zone too much. Yeah, well, no. like the the thing with uh, the thing with Pokemon Go is you get like uh, what do you call it? Like it's it's the type of game that um, like I can see myself playing a lot when I'm at when I get to a new place, you know. So like like when I head over to Manila, yep. I'm probably going to be like playing Pokemon Go for the first like two days, even though most of the Pokemon like are probably like. Are probably going to be exactly the same as the ones that I get here, but you know, at least I get to spin new Pokestops and try to take new gyms and whatnot. And then, like after about a day, yeah, over it. Yeah, and like Miko said, there's not really much depth to the game. As I mean, you don't have to capture all 151 Pokemon to get the most out of the game. If you run across Snorlax or Dragonite, you're done. You have one of the best Pokemon in the game already. Oh, dude, the Logan trailer just dropped. Yeah. It's awesome. Wait, have you been? Were, were you like watching it while we were talking and stuff? Yep. <laughs> the magic of you YouTube. Were talk- and you were talking, phones. Martin. <laughs> you were you were holding a conversation, Martin. How could you? Yeah, I was listening to it. It was well, actually yeah. We were talking about Pokemon Go. How's how's the trailer? Is, is it like Old Man Logan and stuff? Like how, how Old Man Logan are they going? He's he's um, older, but he's yeah. And are they he's not white like hair enough? <laughs> and I, I don't know. Is this is the first time I saw the trailer? So he's middle aged Logan. <laughs> no, I might lose my uh, comic book expert. I'm not even an expert, but a comic book fan uh, cred here when I ask. Is that Patrick Stewart with him in that trailer, or just another yep. old guy who's bald? No, that's Patrick Stewart. Oh, thank God! I thought I was seeing things like Patrick Stewart. Yeah, old yeah. man Logan plus old man Picard. Warp speed, Harry. Use the force. 